The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Century, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we're going to talk, now that we've had some time to kind of digest the Billy Donovan extension, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to preview the game against the uh, Phoenix Suns. And is there should there be more optimism about Lonzo Ball's return, which seems like it's proverberating through a lot of outlets? We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So I've had some time. We've had some time to sit with now the knowledge that Billy Donovan has been extended and what that means for the future of this Chicago Bulls team. Now, some more has come out since my initial video, just reacting when the news dropped. And that's that uh, this extension came just because of billy donovan's connection with the front office uh the fact that they are very much in sync when it comes to what they want to do with this team and in the future and billy donovan really is an extension of that front office now i understand everybody's issues with it i have my issues with billy donovan being extended before the last year of his contract to really take a look at where this team is now the contract extension did happen before the season started so that was before we got out to the slow start that we did um, some people have even speculated. I see you guys' comments on, oh, does this mean Billy's getting fired? Or no, at this point, we know that this ownership group is not very uh, uh, willy-nilly with spending money. So with Billy Donovan being extended, keep in mind with coaches, if you if you fire them early, you still have to pay out their contract unless they become a head coach at another spot. So with that being said, Billy Donovan's probably going to be here for the foreseeable future. I know there are a lot of Bulls fans hoping, speculating that, you know, that Billy Donovan is going to be moved. Um, and it really, it doesn't, it doesn't look like that. So what does this, what does this mean? To me, this signifies that Billy Donovan's locked in, of course, with the front office, that if there's any issues with players, anything like that, the front office seems like it's going to more so side with Billy Donovan over that. Um, and so, what this means for the future of the team, I do not know. You guys know I have my issues with Billy Donovan uh, and how he develops players. I have my issues with Billy Donovan's schemes. I have my issues with Billy Donovan's adjustments. Um, but I do recognize that I have always said where people like Billy Donovan, he's not a bad head coach. Do I think he's the coach to get this team to championship level? No. But I will say this. We don't have a championship level roster yet either. The biggest concern for me and kind of breaking this down and sitting with it is that the Bulls, unless they do plan on making a big time move to bring in another superstar or they feel like they are really going to be able to get a superstar to come in at a cheaper contract on a maybe a mid-level exception or maybe a budding star or something like that, this team's future really does hinge on Io DeSumo, Patrick Williams, Dalen Terry, or Kobe White making a major leap as of right now. And Kobe White may not be long for the team at all in general. And so my issue with Billy Donovan comes in is that is he running a system to develop these players? And so when you look at, for example, Io DeSumo, a, a player that's, I've said it before, a lot of you guys have said it as well, doesn't seem to be a true point guard at the next level, more of a combo guard, but he definitely can play point. Doesn't have the ball in his hands a lot. Has not, even though the season started off really good for Io DeSumo, really like, and the defense has been solid throughout, right? But the offense, like, 
taking a, a leap in that area. He doesn't have the ball in his hands. Same thing to Patrick Williams, a player that when we, we've seen when Patrick Williams does have the ball in his hands, is allowed to play point forward. Um, and his shooting is already, you know, is increasing even without those extra touches. He's been successful in that. We don't get that. A team that, uh, you know, even Nikola Vucevic, a player that can be a dominant low post threat. We don't go to him in the post is frequent enough. It's those type of things that I worry about. Now, Vooch is a veteran player, not necessarily looking for him to develop anymore. But when you look at this, the future of this roster, it's so tied to these players. Marco Simonovic never got off the bench. Now, I do think that's because Marco just isn't ready, right? I will say that. Dalen Terry, a player that, you know, his, the energy, the the almost everything that Ayo Desumu brought initially for the Chicago Bulls, the defense, the energy, uh, all that type of thing, is a player that could bring that at a time where we do need some more size, do need some more length. He doesn't really play Daylon Terry. Now, again, it's a rookie. Not all rookies play in their first season. It doesn't mean that they don't have a plan for him going forward. And I do think him being down at the Windy City Breeze is allowing him to really be the focal point of that offense and grow that way. But it just I have my concerns with Head coach Billy Donovan's ability to develop these players to the level that we need them to develop to if we want to get to that next level as a team. And so, you know, there's some issues there. Now, I know Billy Donovan hasn't been given uh, the, the best roster available either. And I do think this, right, is that as many as Bulls fans blame uh, Billy Donovan just for the small ball, if we are now seeing that there's this synergy between the front office and the coaching staff, it means also that. This front office gave him that roster. This front office understands the size discrepancy and decided to go ahead and roll the dice with it. So, you know, there's a lot of lot of questions in this deal. There's a lot of things left to be seen on how it's going to improve. Um, and I have my issues. Like I said, I have my issues with Billy Donovan as a coach. I don't think he's a perfect coach. Don't think he's a great coach. I do think he's a good coach, though. And so the question now that remains for Bulls fans, is that good enough? And right now with the results that we have now, again, I do expect this team to be above 500 sooner rather than later. And we'll talk about that as well. But um, I don't know, man. I I really sit with this and I'm like, hey, either AK and Eversley are planning to improve this roster drastically yet again. And maybe and by that, I don't mean this season. Um, but they're either planning to drastically improve this roster or um, they just Billy's just their guy. I, I really, I, I have no idea. Um, but let me know what you guys think on that down below. After having uh, still less than a, than a full 24 hours, but having some time to kind of sit with it, has, it, has your mind changed at all on it? Do you kind of see the vision? Do you see even more issues? Let me know what you guys think about that one down below. Now, let's talk about the game tonight that the Chicago Bulls have with the Phoenix Suns. The Bulls are 3-1 and one in their last four. They hope to extend that positive streak um, against the Phoenix Suns tonight. Now, the Bulls have quite a few players on the injury report, and this came out yesterday. They almost dropped a special video, but I figured... Let's just wait till the morning. So right now, Alice Caruso listed his day-to-day with an ankle injury. Uh, Goran Dragic listed as probable uh, for him with still that cervical stinger. Uh, Iota Sumu's listed as day-to-day, surprisingly enough, as well, uh, with a right thumb sprain. Thump sprain is what it says. Thump? I think they probably mean thumb sprain. I would hope that that's what that means. Thumb sprain. Derek Jones Jr. is also listed as day-to-day, but he's listed as probable um, with a right thumb sprain as well. Um, and so... That's it. We already know Lonzo Ball's out. Now, with the Phoenix Suns, they are missing two of their starters. Uh, Chris Paul, out. He's going to be out for a while, it seems like. Cam Johnson also, who's going to be out for a while. He's out for one and two months. He was having a hell of a start to his season as well. So that means that both teams are coming in, missing potentially missing some key parts. I think most of the Bulls players, if I'm just looking at it, are probably going to end up playing in this game that are listed as probable because they're going to need all hands on deck. And considering this team is really trying to come out of this slump, 
I do expect that most of these players are going to play. But the Phoenix Suns come in as the, I believe, the 11th ranked offense in the NBA, but they are the sixth ranked defense in the NBA. So this is going to be another game that's a tall order. The Chicago Bulls are going to have to execute early, 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 early in this game to find success with the, against the Phoenix Suns. Now, the Phoenix Suns and the Chicago Bulls rank at the 17th and 18th teams in the rebounding rate. They are only separated by point three point one um with that so you know the rebounding battles as it's been for the bulls and most of this game is going to be a key stat in this one as well as turnovers the bulls did a very good job on limiting the turnovers only eight turnovers in their last game against the utah jazz if they can maintain that and continue rebounding the ball well um this could be this is a game that i can definitely see the bulls having some success in but they're going to have to execute on defense for full four quarters they're going to have to right? That's the thing that really has gotten this Bulls team into a lot of slow starts, has gotten this Bulls team into a lot of troubles, and, and the scoring droughts as well. The Bulls haven't been able to really maintain big leads because of their inability to, to not go through those scoring droughts on top of not uh, maintaining that defense. So this is a game where they're going to have to. When you look at the defensive matchups in this game, so we're talking about the defense, is I'm, I'm thinking, and it, it, Pat the designer over my coach over on Lockdown Bulls had a bit of a difference of opinion on this one, but when you look at Chris Paul being out, campaign being in, I think the Bulls are going to put the weaker defender in Zach Levine, even though he's having a solid defensive season on campaign. And we're going to see Io DeSumo versus Devin Booker now. And, and I'm not going to say it's going to be every possession is going to be Io DeSumo and Devin Booker. And Billy Donovan has done some really questionable and confusing things defensively with rotations and matchups. So don't hold me to that. But I would love to see Io DeSumo on Devin Booker as well as you put Zach Levine on campaign, a player that has some has grown offensively a little bit since being down in Phoenix, but doesn't necessarily still have that uh, firepower. Campaign is averaging 13 points per game, 2.4 rebounds, and 5.2 assists. So if you can attack him at the point of attack using experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
Dax Link and stuff. Campaign, still a small guard, 6'1". So either way, we're going to have the size advantage, whether it's Io or Zach Levine guarding Campaign, even when Alex Caruso comes in, going to have the size advantage against Campaign. If we can attack him at the point of attack defense, kind of uh, disrupting what they like to do with their point guards, definitely can help the Bulls. Now, as well as Devin Booker, whoever ends up getting that matchup with Devin Booker is going to have to be locked in defensively the whole entire game. Do not be surprised if this game down the stretch turns into one of those games where it's Devin Booker and Zach Levine trying to duel it out or Devin Booker and, and DeMar DeRozan, depending on how things goes. So we're definitely looking at that matchup as well. Mikel Bridges, Mikel Bridges, we already know Mikel Bridges is a two-way beast. Averaging 16 points per game, 5.4 rebounds, 3.5 assists. I really doubt that they're going to leave DeMar DeRozan on Mikael Bridges. So I'm probably you're probably looking at Patrick Williams guarding Mikael Bridges. But again, they may even start it out with, De, with uh, DeMar. You still have Javante and Derrick Jones Jr. If Derrick Jones Jr. does play, uh, being able to keep that defensive pressure on Mikael Bridges. But his shooting ability, him and Devin Booker, we know that the Chicago Bulls team struggles with the three-point shot. This is not a game in which you need you want to allow this either one of these players to get hot and in rhythm. The way that we let Laurie Markinen get in rhythm in that Utah Jazz game, we cannot have that against these players in this game against the Phoenix Suns tonight because I tell you what, if that happens, it's going to get ugly quick for the Chicago Bulls. So they're going to have to defend those two players well. Now, Torrey Craig, their starting power forward, he's 6'7", starting power forward. So again, uh, definitely outweighs P-Will, I think, or they may be around the same now. I know P-Will's put on some weight. Um, if P. Will is guarding him, I think, and I look at this as saying this is a player that you can potentially put DeMar DeRozan on now. Is Torrey Craig then going to all of a sudden start lighting it up and really use his physicality against DeMar? I doubt it. He's just not a volume shooter for his career. Torrey Craig only averages less than five shots per game for his career. So if we are going to try to hide DeMar DeRozan defensively, the player to do, do that on is Torrey Craig. Not a threat to really shoot the three-point shot. He averages less than one. Um, no, he averages two uh, three-point shots per game for his career. He's a 33% three-point shooter. So, again, because of the way the Chicago Bulls play sometimes, we'll look out for Torrey Craig to, like, go off, like, five for ten from three-point range. But with that being said, the Bulls can definitely own that matchup as well. The one that comes in, the, the matchup that may, as much as Devin Booker, is the heart and soul of this team as far as scoring-wise, the matchup that may dictate this game is how well Nikola Vucevic and Andre Drummond make DeAndre Ayton work on both sides of the ball. DeAndre Ayton, 16 points per game, 9.6 rebounds, only 2.1 assists, but he has a player efficiency rating of 21, good enough for the 25th highest player efficiency rating in the NBA. He is killing it right now, um, shooting uh, 60% overall from the field, which matches his career totals, only 27% from three-point range. But this season, he's taking less than one three-pointers per game. So again, this is not a player that's theoretically going to pull Nikola Vucevic out that down low post presence. So Vuce is going to have to rebound well against DeAndre Ayton. Going to have to play well. This is the first season as well that DeAndre Ayton isn't averaging double-digit rebounds. Now, he's not far off from it. Averaging 9.6, might as well round that up to 10. But that matchup of DeAndre Ayton, whether it's Andre Drummond out there defensively making him work, whether it's Vooch making him work offensively, we know that DeAndre Ayton isn't the best defensive player, right? He can be exposed defensively. And if the Chicago Bulls, if Vooch can keep up that pressure, make him work, and then in the minutes that Drummond's out there against uh, DeAndre Ayton, if if uh, Drummond makes him work on the boards, make him work, work on the offensive end, uh, playing that solid defense, this definitely can be one of those games where uh, that that having the, the, the one-two punch of Drummond and Vooch out there can do a, a big, big difference for the Chicago Bulls. And the thing with this as well is the bench of the Phoenix Suns 
isn't the best bench in the world. We, if we have our full complement of players, right? If all those injuries that I listed, all those, all those questionables that I listed for the Chicago Bulls end up do coming through, the player that's averaging the most points off the bench for the Phoenix Suns right now is Damian Lee at 8.1 points per game off the bench. So we have the capability to definitely outscore them when it comes to the to bench scoring. But again, this bench has been up and down more so recently. We know what they can be at the height and when they're playing well. Um, as well, when you look at who's coming off the bench for DeAndre Ayton, that's Bismack Biombo. Shout out to him for still being in the league. But he, this this is a player that's not really a threat. Andre Drummond could definitely win that matchup. And God forbid they have Biombo in there any with Nikola Vucevic. Vuce outweighs him, out, has more height than him. Vuce should be able to make him work and score some on Biasmic uh, uh, Biombo. Um, but yeah, so that's what it comes down to for the Chicago Bulls in this game. They're going to have to be locked in. They're going to have to watch these matchups. And if our bench, if we if we don't miss all the players that are listed with injury and our bench is playing to the level that we know that this bench can, um, and Kobe White, again, get it, is, is, God forbid Kobe White has another hot game, the bench can definitely be one be the dictating factor. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that key DeAndre Ayton matchup. What does our centers do against DeAndre Ayton? That can really dictate the game as well as disrupting uh, Devin Booker and things like that. Let me know what you guys think about that. What are some of the keys that you're looking at, looking for in this game game against the Phoenix Suns? Um, it's going to be tough. This is not going to be an easy game at all. The Phoenix Suns right now, the number one team in the Western Conference. We just got our first win against the Western Conference team um, in the last game against the Utah Jazz. So we'll see if that winning ways continue as well. The Phoenix Suns right now are on a five-game winning streak. Uh, they've won seven out of their last ten. Can the Chicago Bulls disrupt it? The Bulls right now on a one-game winning streak. They've won four out of the last six. So, you know, we'll see what happens with the Chicago Bulls. Right now, they still sit, of course, at 12th in the in the Eastern Conference. So we want to continue to improve that and just see how that's going to develop for this team. But that's really it as far as that Phoenix Suns matchup. Now, we do want to talk a little bit more about Lonzo Ball before we go. So the initial Sam Smith article, which I did break down last night, saying that there's optimism within the Bulls organization that, that Lonzo Ball could return by the All-Star break. Now we're hearing now that there are there's there's more confidence that when the calendar switches to 2023 that Lonzo Ball at some point in that time is going to be playing for the Chicago Bulls. Now Lonzo Ball, as we all know, last season averaged 13 points per game, 5.4 rebounds. He was our second leading rebounder um, when he was there. Not going to be that this season, even if he was healthy, because we have Andre Drummond and 5.1 assists. We know what Lonzo Ball brings to the table, and I like that. It seems like there's more consistent positive talk about Lonzo Ball than what it was before. The last update we got before either of these two updates was that he was still wor working in water. He wasn't running. He wasn't jumping. He wasn't cutting. But I'm going to say this, right? And this is completely speculative on my point. This is not reporting. This is the speculation part, is that what if the Bulls are kind of misleading teams when it comes to that? Because they know Lonzo, they have some true internal confidence that Lonzo Ball is going to be back sooner rather than later. And if that happens and they're trying to kind of just weather the storm, Lonzo Ball comes back again. Do not expect a lot from Lonzo Ball right away. It's going to take a couple of months, maybe maybe a month, uh, maybe to a couple of months before he's really re uh, rearing and, and being back to Lonzo Ball. Being a year out of basketball is tough for anyone. But the fact that there's more positive talk around that, more positive talk around Lonzo Ball, it leads me to believe that, hey, maybe while we don't have anything right now, maybe we are going to get a pretty solid matchup. I mean, a pretty solid chance that Lonzo Ball is going to come back this season. I told you guys right now, I've been very consistent um, in the fact that I don't think Lonzo Ball, with the way things are going right now, I don't think Lonzo Ball is going to play this season. But I tell you what, if I'm wrong, I would love to be wrong about this. And if that is going to happen, 
If that's going to happen, then y'all better watch out. Y'all better watch out. Because if Lonzo Ball comes back to the scene, not only the energy that it changes with, and again, it's not going to, I'm looking at Lonzo Ball to make an impact more defensively than I am him offensively or anything right away. It's going to take some time. But I tell you what, if we can get, if we can get Lonzo Ball back, even by the end of January, allow him that amount of time from January to the start of the playoffs to really get, get back up and get in gear, I'm, I can get really excited about that. And I know you guys can too. Let's hope that we hit, continue here some positive stuff about Lonzo Ball. Um, and so we'll see. At the end of the day, it's this. Lonzo Ball coming back to this team, while I, I maintain and I do not think it fixes most of the issues with the Chicago Bulls, it definitely helps this team wholeheartedly. And I was also going to talk about Chandler Parsons saying DeMar DeRozan isn't a top 15 player. He said more like the 30 to 40 range. It's Chandler Parsons. I'm just going to leave that at that. He got to live with the fact that he's Chandler Parsons. But that is it for today's episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. It's game day. So make sure you guys see red as well. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.